This is the Blockade Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freepas, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Hopefully joining me as always, it's Jared Morgan, halfway across the world. How's it going, Jared? Uh, hi. I've looked, looks like I've locked up again because Skype is rubbish, and yes, but I'm here. If you can hear me, I hope you can see me. I have no idea because it's all locked up for me. Yay. Yeah, this is one of those things where we uh, did our best to try and make everything work. We ran a test yesterday. Everything worked. And suddenly, <laughs> he's not so happy no more. Don't know why. But And also, uh, your audio is coming through the webcam and not your studio mic. Yeah, I just turned that off. Yeah. So, anyway, hey, folks. We're here. We're here. Welcome. Um, yeah. Hi. We, I mean, we had <clears throat> catastrophic failure two weeks ago. and yes, mega derp. Mega derp. And then uh, last week I was uh, busy the whole weekend, so I wasn't able to do anything then. Uh, you actually had a job, right? Yeah. You I actually was, had a gig. Yes. Um, it was a last minute, uh, you know, Friday evening, hey, can you come in and work this weekend? I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. So Yeah. That's, my schedule is open. <laughs> <laughs> that that is how it kind of uh, tends to work. Yeah, where you just kind of go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> it is kind of funny just staring at Jared in a uh, frozen frozen status, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not like he's juggling or anything. No, oh, how do you know? <laughs> that's the thing. What I are you standing on my head doing this podcast, and you would never know. Jared's like, See? I'm naked right now. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's all about uh, what was it in Newscaster Land? Like you, they always have like the suit on top and then pants on, like shorts underneath, board shorts underneath. Yes, exactly, you know? exactly. <laughs> so again, we're 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 trying to um, we're trying to make do. We're trying to make it work, folks. But uh, you know, it, look if if you're <laughs> out there and you know any other video. Uh, technology that uses NDI that isn't Skype, please let us know. Because <laughs> the, yeah. re- the whole reason why we're using Skype is that it was recommended that it works best with OBS, and that's what we're using here uh, to, to, to do these new look things. I mean, hey, we were able to uh, have a video at the front there, right? A title card, that yeah. is new. Uh, if, you, if you look down there, hey, look, there's the Twitter handle that's uh, currently mine, and Look, Jared's got a Twitter handle going, and and you, watch this. I can I can really uh, I can do interesting things if I do this properly. Let's see if this works. Let's see. Nope, that wasn't what I wanted to do. I just did something terrible. Okay, no, we're good. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I hit a button that I thought was going to work, and then it didn't. Uh, it didn't do what I was what I was planning on doing. You were expecting? No, not what I was expecting. Okay, here's here's what I was like. Okay, so like right now it says shut your traps and then watch. Warrant. Oh, now it says blockade. Ooh, how did Chris do that? That was fantastic. Right, just like a studio, right? Like an open broadcasting studio, <laughs> <laughs> except for with no video on Jared. No, but that's not that's not OBS's fault. No, that would be Skype's fault. Thank you, Skype. Yeah. Your uh, your wonderfully free program is proving worth every penny, every single cent. <laughs> yes, every cent. I even you know what I thought? Maybe it actually doesn't like being on a second monitor. And that's the problem. So I dragged it back onto the first monitor. No, no difference. No. 
no difference. Oh well. Uh, tell you what, we're going to we're going to plug along anyways. We'll push ahead. We'll, we'll push ahead. The, this yes. particular podcast. Um, hey, at least it's getting out. And like I said, Jared will yeah. just be a still image. At least he's not making a goofy face. Well, he's kind of looks like he's kissing something, but it's not a terribly goofy face. <laughs> Like... Maybe it should be my new avatar if it's really bad. <laughs> my, my new global avatar. I'll just put it everywhere. You know? So we've got all sorts of uh, of stuff to talk about this week. Let's start with the fact that Zachary Pinball has a new look. Shiny. They, uh, they went ahead and revamped their UI. And while it's not terribly different in terms of uh, layout or whatever, they cleaned it up. So, like, there's oh. now uh, space between each of the table frames, so it doesn't look like it's just one long ribbon of who knows what. Um, and they kind of cleaned up navigation a little bit. Uh, to, you know, I mean, it basically just makes it an easier easier on the eyes to know what you're focusing on. Um, mm. The only thing that I don't like still is that when you try and back out of the game. So uh, it, it'll ask you the question, are you sure you want to do this? And it's default setting is no. Oh, yeah. See, that's that's no. <laughs> hey. No. I mean, because then you have to do an extra, you have to do an extra button push. And I know, ooh, tragic. But if you don't have your controller set up correctly, then you have to lean down and actually use your mouse. And that's very no bueno. Uh, it is. Oh yes, I see the. I'm just firing up now as we speak. Nice new logo, by the way. It's yeah. Magic Pixel. Very nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah no, it's I mean, good. It's got like it's got basic tabs to it. Like I'm just clicking through the tabs. Yeah, it actually is. Like I actually think the background colors. Uh, it's good because it actually adds that separation between the frames. It looks good. Yeah. No. It's it's like I said. It's it's definitely pleasing to the eye. I don't know mm. if they did anything to else to the game itself. I. I popped on a table or two just to see, and I could swear mm. the physics were somewhat altered slightly. All right. I don't know. That that might just be a pure placebo effect. You see one new thing, and you start, you know, imagining all sorts of new things. <laughs> it seems like the um, it, I don't know. Maybe it looks like the each of the tiles is a little bit sharper. Like the the way they've rendered the tiles is a little bit more higher resolution too. Right. Yeah. No. It's yeah. Uh, like I said. It's 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 just cleaned up. It, it's easier on the eyes so it is it's it is looking really good actually yeah um oh yeah and the new in-game menu looks a lot better as well like it's just it's it's amazing what a bit more of a linear menu structure makes to a game um when you're actually using it like the when you go into the table menu everything is on the left hand side now and you can see everything really easily and i'm using it with a mouse at the moment but i don't actually have um, my controller plugged in and it looks it's good because everything again carries forward that whole design approach with tiled interfaces and everything. It's not like a everything's not sort of exposed up front when you're in the menu, which it was before. Like it looked very, it, it wasn't really a menu system. It was just like a dump of information on the screen that you had to then navigate right, through. Right, and it was almost you had a hard time identifying even where your cursor or your or the highlighted block was. Um, yeah, it was just like wait, let me start around the screen and go. Oh yeah, there it is. You know so. It, exactly right. It was really hard to see, but this is um, no, this is really good. They've done a good job here. I'm very, I'm very pleased. This is excellent. 
So way and, to go, way to way to go, Magic Pixel. You've uh, you've done well on that. Uh, keep on plugging along, all two or four or however many there are of you. <laughs> yeah, keep on trucking because yeah, this is good. Uh, what the yeah, it's re- you know, like even I think for some reason it, the nice thing too is when you boot up the game, it tells you what processor you're using and what um, graphics card you're using, and it was good because I noticed that mine had reverted back to um, the onboard graphics. Uh, on the on my laptop, not the um, Nvidia. So that's a really nice little visual check because you start playing the game and go, "Why is everything running like rubbish?" And uh, you know, you'll then be able to diagnose exactly why it's rubbing, running like rubbish. So. Oh, that's that's interesting. I didn't. Uh, not surprising that I didn't notice that, but <laughs> I'll have to mm. keep my eyes. I, I never. I don't know. I just don't pay attention to those kind of things where I know other people are like, wait, what's the frame rate that I'm running at right now? And, uh, you know, all this other jazz. So, mm-hmm. No, it's really good. It's very nice. But it just reminds me I'm going to go through the uh, NVIDIA control panel and make sure all my games are running on the correct processor. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. But, yeah, uh, nice. Nice. Other, other things that happened while we were away, uh, for sure, go to YouTube, look up Spacey's Arcade, He's got a, a a video up currently that is he used a a, a very large marble uh, on his actual physical pinball machines because he he got the idea that I wonder if this would play more similarly to the Zen physics than an actual pinball because what he was right. feeling was was that at high speeds the ball was moving way faster than an actual pinball was and so sure enough he puts this marble on his machine and when it starts rocketing you know back and forth in slingshots and stuff its behavior is very much like what you see in zen now what we're talking about is uh, i mean these are tweaks right it's not like these are major issues or anything it's it's the tweaks that we're looking at to get the thing even more perfect um Mm. And it's just fascinating to see that he kind of hit upon what everybody's always been trying to describe, what goes on in digital pinball in general. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it, it, to check that out. We'll put yeah. that in the show notes for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the one thing it made me think about is, and this applies to all digital pinball games, mm. are they simulating gravity or is it merely an object is on top of this object and we're telling you what its drag is across that object, but there's actually no weight crushing down on said object. Because if there is no actual gravity being uh, rendered, if you will... Applied. Yeah, yeah, good word. Then, of course, the ball is always going to kind of have this kind of behavior and move faster Mm. than what it is. Uh, and and the other point that Greg winds up bringing up is, and this is also related to gravity, is having the ball move on the Z axis up and down. Right, yeah. Because without gravity, how is it really supposed to do that other than by, you might call it a railroad, saying if it hits this point at this speed, the ball's going to go, Bar! but that's not gravity. That's just being told what to do. That's that's a, a little bit of scripting to tell the to tell the ball to go look like it's going up a ramp. And, you know, that's classic. That's exactly how it was in Pinball Arcade, right? So that leads me to suggest that certainly in Pinball Arcade's case, it was definitely no effect of gravity on the ball because if they've had to do that and they haven't been able to mesh 
the ball going up the ramps correctly, then that's clearly just, it, yeah, there is no gravity. Uh, the gravity rules do not apply in that simulation. But, the yeah, it's interesting, though, in Zen, because their engine is far advanced. Um, maybe Yeah, they, because they're able to they have are. things like ball roll and friction on the surface. Mm. Uh, but I'm, I'm thinking, if you have gravity running, then... Is that kind of like having particle effects? I mean, is that using all sorts of processor power? Probably would be for something yeah. that you can't even necessarily see. Yeah, it would be. It'd be another set of calculations that would have to be applied to every position of the ball, everywhere on the playfield. I don't think they could actually do it on a. Well, really, if you think about it, gravity would change if the ball hits something like a um, uh, a pop bumper, because as a pop bumper pushed the ball down it would actually push into the playfield slightly, which would increase its its virtual gravity by the fact that it interacts with that object. It would actually like increase its weight, essentially. So then you'd also have the same effect when it was on the slingshots because you know there is a, probably a slight little bit of push down when the ball is actually being pushed either way um, between the, um, the slings. So you could, you could suggest I me. Mean, I'm certainly no scientist. I don't ever purport to be one. But um, you would expect that the ball would change mass slightly or change, um, I guess, the where it is in space, I guess, um, more when it's interacting with elements rather than just running around on the play field. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would make sense. I, I kind of would just want to see them do, uh, you know, take the pinball and have it hover five inches above the playfield, and then take a feather and have it hover five inches at the playfield, and drop them both at the same time, and see if they both hit at the same time. Because in a vacuum that would work, but in real life that wouldn't work. <laughs> That's right. You know, exactly and that would right. prove to me: is there actual gravity going on, or is it all just simulated? Well, there could be because I've got air balls before in Zen, and they do return back to the playfield. Yes, I have gotten air balls on occasion also. I mean, that's like I said, it's kind of a big mystery. It's one of those questions that... Uh, Deep could probably answer for us. Deep could answer, but whether that's giving away the secret sauce, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think it would be. I mean, it's just like, yes, we have gravity. We're not going to tell you how to do it, but we've got it. Right. So, <laughs> anyway, the point being, go watch Greg's video. It's pretty, uh, pretty eye-opening and uh, one of the better ideas that uh, I've seen put forth in terms of what the heck is going on. Okay. Offering a different perspective on things, which is always good. Yes. Uh, moving on to other things that have uh, just happened. I uh, came across an article that, uh, again, Jared will certainly post. And it's, uh, I actually posted it in the Digital Pinball Fans Forum. Uh, but it's basically, there's this company called Scorbit, and they have mm, created a device that will be coming to market soon that will attach to your pinball machine and connect it to the internet. At mm. the same time, apparently, Stern is also looking at, uh, finally, connecting their machines to the internet. The, the, the crux of the article is all about Scorbit uh, and what they were talking about, but... Their idea is is it's mainly that it helps operators. Uh, you know, if you're an operator, you've got a machine out on route, 
you collect the coins, you leave, you go to collect the coins two weeks later, only to find that there's an out-of-order sign on your machine, and you're like, well, when the heck did this happen? Well, if exactly. you have this attached to your machine, the second anything bad goes down or somebody turns it off, you're going to be alerted. And then you're going to know, right. hey, I need to go fix this. Um, the really neat thing about it from a tech perspective is that it will integrate into any machine's display technology. And that's how it does it. That's how it does its magic. It has a thing inside it which they affectionately call the Scorbitron. Uh, that is essentially the software that, that detects. And what it looks for is frames on your dot matrix display um, and other events like that. And then it works out the high scores based on that. And it can probably also look for credit dots and things like that as well. So does it, does it itself, also allow them to change the, uh, the operator settings? I think it does. Well, I'm not sure. I'd have to go and actually have a look. But... I, um, I'll have a look at their website now, which is scorebit.io, if you'd like to have a bit of a look. It looks very nice. I just thought um, in the article itself that uh, it basically allows you to make any settings changes that you want. So again, you'd have all this information basically pumping into a spreadsheet, and you could do those small tweaks in the operator's menu to adjust what the score, you know, what the jackpot score is, how often free balls are given and matches are given and stuff like that. And kind of monitor, you know, track the actual data of the use of your machine to get the most out of it. So it says for the operators, um, pinball machine operators will be able to manage their machine entries in the Scorbit location database within the Scorbit app. Make sure players can find and play their machines often. Remote management of machine means the operators will be able to open the Scorbit app and check the status of their pinball machine, see earnings data, and be able to make real-time adjustments without having to physically present in front of the machine. So that sounds like yes, you'll be able to access the settings sounds menu. Sounds like yes, which is pretty, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, it is. Remote management, that is worth the money. And it's only like 25 bucks a device too, which is just cheap oh, compared wow. to what it actually offers. Yeah, yeah that's, that is pretty cheap. Um, it's a really, really discreet little device too. They've got the picture of it installed next to what looks like a, um, um, oh yeah, it's got like a little interface board that sits on top of the display ribbon for the um, display driver uh, on in this particular game, which looks like probably a, a WPC95 by the looks of the, um, the board in there. And it just basically jacks into it and just jacks the pins and the, um, the ribbon cable still connects into this board but the board connects into the into the actual physical PCB. And then it sends via USB, which seems to be the case here. Yeah, it's got a little USB-C plug. It's got four USB-C plugs actually on it. So you can actually connect up a number of different parts of the machine uh, into into this particular Scorpitron box. And um, yeah, it basically um, will support everything from solid-state pinball machines released in the 1970s to modern DMD and LCD display machines. So even your latest Jersey Jackson stuff, it will actually work with, which is pretty incredible. That's a very, very wide um, supported range of machines. And I think it took them about six years to get to that point. Yeah, and they, they, one of the names that I think in the article that is mentioned is uh, the Frenchman that you were talking to me about who does uh, oh, boards. Oh, Pascal, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting that, uh, they were talking to him too about, I think, helping integrate, you know, how to get it into these machines and stuff. Um, the, the, what Stern is working on is not obviously the same thing, but, no. uh, they're hoping that, Hey, wouldn't it be nice if we could just kind of team up and, you know, why have competing items, except for the fact that 
the Stern thing would only work for Stern, and theirs would work Correct. for anybody's. <laughs> That's right. So um, I'd rather go with um, the anybody solution, thanks. Yeah, for sure. But it made me think about, okay, how awesome would it be if you were also then, so you're playing Pinball FX3, right? You're playing the Williams tables, and you've got your local high scores. But how cool would it be if you were like, hey, no, you know what? I want the local high scores off of this arcade that I know that has the physical machine. I want to compete mm -hmm. against those. And then with the push of a button, you go, and that data dumps into yours and affects your scores. I mean, obviously, Zen would have to get on board with this. But, um, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be cool that now suddenly, or, or you're watching, you know, the latest Papa event and the tournament, and you want to see how you would do under those conditions and against those players. And so with the push of a button, all of a sudden, all the data of how those machines are set up funnels into uh, the Williams app and changes that machine's settings to match as best as it can. And yeah. then you can go ahead and play and compare your scores. I mean, obviously your scores wouldn't be entered, but you can compare your scores and just see how you would do against that kind of a situation. It would be very interesting. So for the record, the score bit is actually not a product that's physically available yet. Yes. They're taking pre-orders for it. So, yeah. So not available actually yet. You can't actually give you 25 bucks and you'll get one. Um, but it's in active beta testing at the moment. Um, and apparently, and not surprisingly, it's already had a lot of interest. So, um, yeah, it's. It, it looks like they've. I mean, they've got these things connected into pinball machines now, so they've obviously produced a short run of them, and they're in testing. So, uh, you know, you would suggest that it's probably not that far away. The other neat thing too for software developers that it's actually all driven by an API. So, um, if you want to integrate with it and actually do things with it, you can actually integrate with the um, the programming interface for Scorebit and pull all sorts of stuff out of it and actually do things with it. So that's a very smart move on their, their part, actually making it API accessible. And I keep on coming back to, you know, we talked about Zen producing their cabinet that they're going to be putting into locations and how that's going to be all connected via the internet and be able to have... Mm. Look, if, if these two things can come and kind of start converge, that would be awesome. I mean, it, it's, mm -hmm. it's a benefit to both digital and physical pinball. Um, Absolutely. So definitely yeah, something to, to keep the eyes open for. Oh, look, I really wish them luck with it. And I know it's going to be successful once they get it into production because like that, like putting machines online, like retrofitting internet access to these old machines. And also too, like, you know, it's great for people who like to stream as well because it actually integrates directly into the display and you can just read the display data right into your Twitch stream. Um, so it, it means you don't have to have that third camera set up looking at the DMD. It's a really crisp, good-looking image of your DMD that's being fed through the Scorebit app. So that's going to be really nice as well for, for streamers, for Twitchers, and those All kitties. All that stuff that people yes. like to do these days. Um, right. Speaking of streaming, <laughs> mm. I've been busy. You've been busy? I've been busy. Yeah, you have been busy. <laughs> um, so last time uh, we did our podcast, I had not yet played the Williams app volume four tables and on iOS on iOS. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get my hands on this. We'd, we'd done a podcast about uh, what I was hearing through Android and it was scary what I was hearing. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to experience it for myself. And obviously I've had an extra week to experience 
and in the meantime, I'm enjoying it heaps and then am producing videos of basically how to beat challenges. So mm. I'll just put it out there right now, folks. Subscribe to the channel or just go look at Blockade and you're going to see a whole bunch of videos that are posted about uh, beating the daily challenges and all those. Um, it's basically for people that are having issues getting past these things because that's kind of the number one thing that I keep on hearing about grinding is people complain that they just can't get past certain challenges and therefore mm. they're not earning. And sure enough, there were changes made to the app in terms of uh, how often you can cycle a given table. Right, right. So, I mean, for instance, it typically, for me, it was 12.15 every afternoon, uh, no matter if you'd completed a challenge or not, all four challenges cycled and were brand new for the next 24 hours. Right. What happens now is it won't cycle until you beat the challenge. And right. as soon as you beat the challenge on hard, so they and so they broke it down now into easy, uh, normal, and hard. Until mm. you beat hard, that challenge stays there. The second you beat hard, now the twenty-four hour cycle starts. Oh, so it resets at the point at which you are successful. Right. Interesting. Right. Mm. So now, the bad thing about that is that effectively you're getting fewer games in, right? Because you figure it cycles 24 hours. Now it's going to take you, so, assuming that you got there the second it turned, right? Mm. Um, you now play the table. Let's say it takes you a half an hour, 45 minutes to do all three challenges. You've effectively lost an hour for, of being able to earn and then you know do the cycle. So yeah, that's, right. that's kind of the that's kind of the sneaky way of doing things, you might say. Uh, mm -hmm. The good news is, cycling the challenges is cheap. Oh, is uh, it? How much? Okay, so it's twenty tickets for the basic challenge, thirty tickets for the advanced challenge. You know, so once you beat it, boom, you tack that. Next challenge comes up. If you don't like the table that's on display right at that moment, it's five tickets, and you can change what the table is. Ooh. Well, see, that's. That's all right. Five tickets, you don't mind blowing that. No, no. Now, for the pro and premium challenges, and I'll, I'll just note, they don't even call them those anymore. It's just, I still call them that because it's the one, two, three, four down. So basic, advanced, pro, premium. But the pro and premium challenges, those cost five coins to uh, advance the 24-hour cycle. Right. But there's still only five tickets to change the table, which, again, is key because god forbid i see champion pub or safe cracker pop up in a pro or premium challenge because i'm not playing them <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah so, for sure nope <laughs> nope 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 and nope um actually i have a new one that i'm noping i really loathe hurricane loathe oh, hurricane it. i hate it <laughs> what's um what is wrong with hurricane what's well, it ever done to you it, well for, for starters on mobile i can't hit the ramp shot, the, the hurricane coaster shot, I cannot hit it while in transition consistently. And it's such a huge mm. major shot that you need to be able to do. And, and it's only on mobile. I can do it on console or on, on PC. Can't do it on yeah, mobile. Yeah, right. 
So, I mean, that's kind. Of, and there's there's certain tables that that's similar, like Getaway. I have an I have a major roadblock on that uh, on mobile, whereas I can do just fine on it on PC. Yeah. So I I don't know exactly what the what the issue is. Is it my thumbs? Is it the reaction time? I don't know what it is. But um, <laughs> you know, that's that that that's one of the things but i'll go believe me just watch one of my videos about hurricane when i post them and i'll go into graphic detail of why i hate the table <laughs> right so that's that's a new one that uh, that i'm hating um but here's what they did so as soon as you downloaded the update for the first time and opened up the app it gave you i think 7 or 10 days i can't remember which to where they had what they called a limited timed event. And there's a little icon at the bottom of the screen that's a stopwatch. You click on that, and it is different from the daily challenges. It was this limited timed event. And basically they took the volume four tables and boom, shoved them right there. Right. And allowed you to therefore immediately play them for a week. Right? Now if you didn't play them, they didn't cycle or anything. And And this is where it got confusing for people. It had this, you know, like, there's six days left on this challenge. And so people were like, well, I was able to beat the beat it once, but I couldn't beat the next level beyond that, and so I'm just letting it sit there. That was a big mistake. Um, mm-hmm. Because basically what it was was saying, no, this whole event is going away in that amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, oops. Um, Whoops. And the way they had it set up immediately was that there was... Uh, two challenges that you could do. The third challenge didn't unlock because you needed parts for Whitewater. And it mm-hmm. was not giving you parts for Whitewater. And so the only way that you were... If you had the parts to upgrade Whitewater to two stars, I think, then that challenge would have popped up. And then you would have had three challenges. Right. I know. It gets confusing. <laughs> yeah. and Yeah. It sort of is a bit, isn't it, really? But here's the good news. Whether you unlocked that extra challenge or not, uh, I was able to get all my tables up to two stars with all three challenges. Somebody else confirmed that they didn't do the third challenge and was able to still upgrade all their tables to three stars. I mean, to two stars. Obviously, you get your tables to two stars, then you can just play them whenever you want uh, using Zen Physics and stuff. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, it only takes 20 parts to get a table to two stars. So the fact that Zen isolated these out for a while and the only and they were giving parts only for those tables. It wasn't giving parts for, you know, all the other random tables that you might have not unlocked yet. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you'd be able to get that table, those three tables in a week's time up to two stars and be able to play them. So here's where to all those people that are like, but I want to play the new physics. I understand, and the, those same people are the ones that are like, and I just want to buy the tables outright. Don't make me jump through all these hoops. Look, this is where the, the, the deal is. Spend $10 to buy 350 coins. Then use those 350 coins to pay for the visual enhancements. Those are 75 coins. The uh, pro difficulty, that's 100 coins. And the pro physics, which are 150 coins. So 325 yep. coins needed. That will allow any table to be played with all of those features. 
whether you own the table right now or are going to own the table in the future. So when Volume 5 comes, those tables you'll be able to play in that. Same thing with Volume 6. All you have to do is get your table to to star level 2. So if Zen continues doing this limited-timed event when Volume 5 drops and they isolate those tables in there, you absolutely will be able to get them up to 2 stars and be able to play them. You're just going to have to put in a little bit of work. And to me... It's Zen is trying to make you play the app. This is their their modus operandi. You know, they don't... It's where TPA failed in that they didn't keep you engaged in having to come back to the app. Um, and that's... That's right. You know, that's, that stagnation is what is what ruins it in the end because suddenly it feels like there's nobody else playing the game with you. Um, but if you can know that other people are constantly in there... Then all good. Then all good, exactly. Um, yeah. So then at the end of the week, that time challenge went away. The Volume 4 tables started populating into the daily challenges. It took two or three days before we started earning parts for those. Oh, right. Um, but I've now gotten all of them. So in a week's time, I've gotten all of them to three stars now. So now I'm on the final push of collecting the 300 parts necessary. <laughs> but um, but with the cycling, again, it's cheap to cycle the beginning and advanced challenge, and those are the easiest to win. And you earn for easy, you earn one part. For normal, you earn two parts. And for hard, you earn three parts. So on any given day, if you're just beating those two challenges one time, there's 12 new table parts. Cycle them twice. There's 24 table parts. Why not do it a third time? Right? Yeah. You'll have all the table parts that you need for all your other tables in no time. Just playing the easiest challenges. Yeah, that's that's where the money is right there. Right. You just have to... Like I said, you know, some people are just like, I just want to play pinball. Well, you are playing pinball. They're not asking you to play, you know, Barbie's Funtime Unicorn Adventure or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's probably a game called that so don't no. <laughs> if there isn't I'm trademarking it now uh, yeah that's right <laughs> and we all know a rainbow is coming out of the unicorn horn just you know saying <laughs> unicorn horn what did you say I thought it would have been coming out of somewhere else no it's a Barbie game oh that's true yes <laughs> and it's not that kind of Barbie game um <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the point being you can get away with playing pinball just as you want with a minimal amount of effort get off this whole but I just want to buy it you know what fine you want to buy it spend all the money mm -hmm. because this $10 you spend now on these particular upgrades well when volume 5 comes out now you've effectively spent $5 when Volume 6 comes out, now you've spent effectively $3.33. And it's going to keep on getting lower and lower and lower every time they release a new pack. Mm. At the moment. At remember. the moment. And, and, and that, is the, that is the caveat because so far Zen has changed it every single time. Every pack, single time. Every month. single time. Exactly right. So, yeah, that, that is kind of the, uh, the main issue there. Um, but seeing the timed event. So now right now the timed event is dormant. There's nothing going on. And I mm. really hope that they don't just 
leave it dormant until volume five comes out. Um, that's a long time to wait, number one. And, there's and it's a, a lot wasted of opportunity. Things. Yeah, you can do so much other cool stuff in there, right? Like, why not do a timed event that shows off the pro physics? Exactly. Like, this is a prime opportunity to basically give props to this really quite awesome part of the game that probably nobody has really played yet in mobile because it's so hard to get to it. Yeah, so show off the pro physics. Show off the visual enhancements. You know, let people play with it for, you know, a couple of days, for a week. I don't care what. Mm. But let it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and you can guarantee they're going to see an uptick in something. Like I don't know. The thing is that if they showed it off, then how would that convert into sales for them? Because it's, it's, you just have to buy tokens and upgrade it, right? Or would it actually drive you more to play the game and unlock things if you were free to play? I don't know what the motivation would be. Um, I, I, there's a lot of people that I've heard from that have gone, well, I don't see what the big deal is between this and uh, Pinball Arcade. Mm. And those people, that's when you go, have you tried the pro physics? And they go, no, I'm only on mobile. And you go, ah, there's the problem. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So anybody that has tried the pro physics knows that there's a huge difference between the two. Um, and those people that are still like, oh, Zen is too wonky. I don't like the physics as much. Or like, again, that they're just saying, I don't see them as being all that different. Um, you got to let them try it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, you know, sure. You know, try it for their themselves. Um, okay. Idea number two. How about an event where the table starts at basic easy? You beat that, you get one part. Then it goes mm. on and moves to basic, uh, uh, you know, basic normal, I guess. Some of the scores kind of flip flop based. You know, if as soon as you go to advanced, then suddenly the the uh, normal score is easier than the pro score or you know i don't know it, it kind of gets a little muddled but anyway basically there's a whole chain of events so you start at basic and you finish at premium hard mm-hmm. and if you complete premium hard then the whole thing will cycle into a new one but that entire time you're earning parts so premium hard if you beat that you get 10 table parts let's say or if you've already maxed out your table parts you get you know a buttload of coins i don't know something as a big reward for Spending all that time chaining through and going through that. Um, again, it's an idea of how to give users a way of earning bonus parts. Yeah, right. And and I think that that timed event... That's what everyone's... Everyone's... That's what they want. Because they, it's essentially the most valuable part of currency in the game. It's the parts. You need them for getting your tables upgraded. So why not make it as you say, a different methods to actually get some more of these and entice you back to the app and make you want to play it more. Because that's what it will do. Like, and it's, it, and again, it it's, it's a timed event. You run it once mm. a month. You know? And and it's just one of those things that, you know, let's say it runs for three days and you're guaranteed to, if you beat it uh, over the course of those three days, you're guaranteed to walk away with, you know, a grand total of, say, 30 table parts. Well, that'd be huge. Mm. Oh yeah, you know. That, yeah, that would really 
I think that might actually turn the tide of some of the folks that were, you know, disgruntled with the app. You know. And on top of that, it would drive people to play the app during that weekend. And what does Zen want? They want players playing the app. And why do they want that? Because they're ad revenue. Ad revenue. You know, <laughs> that's where the money is. Seriously, like they must be making a considerable amount of money, even off the people who have completely unlocked and paid for the tables. Like that's like it's continual. You always have to watch an ad here and there. So you know, I mean, thankfully they've removed having to watch the ad every time you play an advanced table. The only time I watch an ad anymore is on the the card flip. Oh yeah, right. Um, so watching the ads now, boy, I I feel like I practically haven't watched them anymore. <laughs> I've only gotten a right. few of the the adult game for adult entertainment. <laughs> oh really? That's a shame. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was comedy hour. Whenever you saw those ones, it was actually really funny. I, I do still get the my 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 favorites now though are the I don't normally do this but if you play this game you're like this is what you don't normally do <laughs> talk about <laughs> playing the game you know okay whatever sure um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay and then there's my third idea for what to do with and I'm gonna keep on pushing this idea until it actually makes it into a digital pinball but limited time event pin golf oh pin golf for sure. Yeah, and, and all you would have to do is pick six to nine tables. Tell us, you know, what for, the goal is, what the goal, what the par is. Uh, you know, how many balls should it take you to reach the very end of those? And if you score under par, you earn more parts. If you score par, you get just the basic amount of parts. If you go over par, then what's wrong with you? And you'll get and you might get some tickets, yeah. some consolation tickets. <laughs> exactly, you get the you get the you get the participation award. Yeah. But I ran a race. <laughs> <laughs> but if you manage to run the gauntlet with only one ball, huge Ooh. reward. All the parts. I can. I can end points maybe. Two or three coins. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have... Again, it doesn't have to be all parts. It could be a mixture of... You know, it's a treasure box, if you will. Yeah. Um, I can just imagine, though, the screaming disappointment of if you had done eight tables all on one ball and you get to that ninth table and you... It bones you. Yeah. You just do some really wonky move. And, oh, man. There'd probably be an uptick of phone sales because of how many would be thrown against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> make sure, make sure that you are playing Zen Pinball, uh, Williams Pinball on mobile with a phone case attached. <laughs> it's something of that nature. So anyway, I just yeah. hope they don't, they they don't leave it dormant. Um, yeah, it, it's too good of an idea to just let sit there. And yeah. I, I honestly believe that Zen is making strides forward in the app to make it so that it's not such a daunting experience for for the newbie. I think so. They've, I mean, they, they've got the data now that they always had the data, but they're getting more data about usage now. And the changes that they're making surely are driven by what they're observing. Um, and yeah, it's just keep playing it like you would normally play it. I think it's important to realize that you shouldn't start trying to alter your game style or anything like that to try and, I don't know, exploit the bits and pieces they have in the app just play it like you normally would because if you play it like you normally would that data will be reflected accurately in their stats like you know if they're looking at my data they'll see that i haven't logged in for ages because that's true i haven't logged in for ages 
and you know if you're going in there and you're resetting the 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 challenges because you think you need to then that's going to give them a skewed view of what is important to you as a player so if man i wonder what they think of my data then (laughs) (laughs) well the thing is that it's you're playing it the way you want to play it like it's not so much that you're playing it because you know you want to you know you've been told that you need to do it like that you're playing it for a specific reason so you can unlock as much stuff in the game as you think you need to well no well not 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 currently how i'm playing currently how i'm playing is i'm filling up this little chart of all the tables that i've made videos of and if i haven't made a video of it then i want to play that game if i've already made a video of it then i'm like cycle oh so <laughs> oh yeah of course oh again that's totally true that's a bit skewed at the moment but oh no, uh, yeah a bit skewed you know, slightly but you know <laughs> eh, it's it's one of those things uh you, you're doing it for a particular reason and the thing is that you're probably the only person doing that at the moment, or one of the very few well, people. Somebody doing that. has told me I am the only person because they looked for videos, and mine are the only videos that have popped up. So again, yeah. if you're interested in playing the mobile version of this game, watch my videos, and then give mm. me the little thumbs up because apparently the thumbs up. Shoot, right now, those of you that are watching YouTube, go look when you go down there and go push the thumbs up because apparently that helps. I didn't know. Yeah, this. and it's free, and it's free, it's and it doesn't cost free anything. to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So you can help. I'm I'm helping. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, so I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I had that I wanted to go into on this. I don't know that there was there was kind of a a lot to go to go through there. True, but I think we kind of have. Yeah. Yeah, was uh, oh no, it was alright. I think that's probably it. Those three things: Scorebit, the Williams app, and uh, was there something else? Or have we just covered it? it was Zacharia and oh, Zacharia? Yes, yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and Spacey's Arcade doing the the marble physics, the cool marble physics. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how long that uh, that marble's going to hold up <laughs> in the games that smashes into pop bumpers. Well, the, the the bigger issue for him was that it would get uh, stuck in the trough uh, in the ball eject. Oh yeah, true. Oh, because it's probably yes. What? Oh, oh well, I, I I have the pop up window and uh, James there that's uh, sitting in our chat room just pointed out, and I meant to mention this. Uh, TPA, bye bye ACDC, bye. Yeah, sayonara. Nice. It was nice knowing you. Hope you bought it. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Mm. I, don't, I don't remember if we talked about it the last time. Or we not. did. We did. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. We did. We, we talked that they were actually um, their license had ended for that particular title. Okay. Um, Good. See, I'm glad yeah, I asked did. rather than just jumped into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but basically, tomorrow, as of this recording, tomorrow was so the 30th of June, last day to purchase it. So if you're listening to the podcast right now and you haven't bought ACDC yet, now is your last chance. Yeah. So, yeah, do it. If you, if you like music games. One of the very first real top-selling music games produced by Stern. Um, and many more followed on after that. So, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, with that being said, I think uh, I think we can wrap this whole shindig up. Mm. Uh, and, and maybe next week we'll have live video for Jared. Maybe. 
Yeah, although uh, not promising anything because Skype. So, <laughs> like I said, yesterday we tested it. We did it for forty minutes. It worked, and today, almost from the get go, it didn't. <laughs> no, it's it's just one of those baffling things that seems to not work when it's supposed to work. So maybe I need to do the classic turn off the computer and turn it back on again trick um, every before I do a recording just to make sure everything's fresh. Or maybe I need to actually do some research and see if there's any other alternatives to recording. Alternatives. Yes. We'll figure, we'll figure it out eventually. uh, uh, At some point. At some point. But you know, for now, look, you can hear me. You just can't see me and you all know what I look like anyhow. So, you know, it's not that much of a big deal. Like I said, it's not like if Jared had gotten his face frozen, he was just like... Yeah, looked like I'd been like frozen by some <laughs> sort of um, uh, horror movie um, ghost, you know. And, and, I, and I say that because as I've been making all these uh, Let's Play videos, I get presented with thumbnail choices <laughs> to upload. And some of the thumbnails, I'm like... What was going on? That no, we're not using that thumbnail. No, sorry, thank you. No, no. Yeah, there, I think YouTube and any online video service uh, has an algorithm in it to give you the most unflattering thumbnail pics <laughs> you can possibly want. It's just a feature of the platforms. Yeah. So, all right. Like I said, we're going to wrap it up here, folks. Um, as always, we appreciate you, the listener. Uh, if you've been watching, you've been seeing our Twitter handles going by, but you, the audio listener, I gotta give them out. That would be, if you want to follow Jared, he's at Jared Morgs. I am at Shut Your Traps. The show is at Blockade on Twitter. It's a great way to communicate with us, by the way. Um, mm. but I will tell you, if you're communicating on the official Blockade Twitter handle, you're probably communicating with me. <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't log into it. Jared um, Jared pops in time to time to like drop like show posts. Exactly. Pertinent real information. I pop in to mouth off. <laughs> so that it's one of the many services we offer here at Blockade, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um uh oh, I just see a question here. Any uh news on the flipper physics? No. I have not heard anything, nor has volume five gone into beta. Um and if it wasn't beta, I probably wouldn't be allowed to say anything. So, since it's not in beta yet, I can definitively say, no, there's no news on the Flipper physics update. No. So, there you go. See, it's kind of nice sometimes when you can, you may have an NDA, but if you don't have the information, then you're free to talk about it. (laughs) Absolutely, yes. That's the best part. (laughs) It's the curse of the show where sometimes we're like, oh, cool, we finally found some really sweet information out. Oh, crap, we can't speculate it. Or even fake speculate it, because then people think that we know it, and the people that gave us the information know we know it, and therefore is it a guess anymore, and then now we're in trouble. Yeah, pretty much. It's very, very complex sometimes. So, anyway. Okay. Okay. Well, for really real now. For really real now, we're going we're gonna to call it a day. Um, but absolutely, uh, tune in next week. We'll have more on the Blockade Pinball Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.